this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, glass is still the ceiling on this week's box office. We're going to break that down and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Box office. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown, everybody. This is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we... It's just me. Uh, prognosticate, Kate, to Kate, to Kate. Mm. Break it down, Amy Cassandra Martinez. Love it. I'm Frank Moran. <laughs> I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, making it sound great and look even better is Brianna in the booth. Hey guys, how are you doing today? Oh, look at that. Good. Oh, sweet. Good. How are you? I am doing very well. Yay. I think there's more for the listener. Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> that's all right. No worries. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> you know what? You know, ask me, how are you doing? Sometimes like, you just got to okay. fake it till you make it, that's right? Sure. That's true. Uh, as, always, <laughs> as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up or two or three or four or however many thumbs you can put. And, of course, the chat is up and running. I know you folks are in there sharing your thoughts about movies and box office or, or anything that we're going to be talking about. And if you're commenting, uh, watching after we've streamed live, Amy, what can I do? Comment down below. Love it. Love it. So we'll jump into uh, this last week's top five. A very quiet February. Uh, yes. yes. When uh, when your top uh, box office winner is uh, under $10 million, you know it's quiet. Yeah. Uh, that, again, is Glass from Universal, another $9.5 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I mean. Pretty you, good. You haven't seen it I yet. I have though. seen it. That's, I was trying to think if I've talked about it with you guys here. I think you I did because you talked about James McAvoy that first week, didn't you? I did. Just how ripped and jacked he was. No, how good he is. Oh, it's that's all yes, the you characters. did. Yep, there you yeah, go. Yeah, okay. Wow, it's been like 10 years since I've been here. Hi, guys. I missed you. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Uh, coming in number two, The Upside for, uh, with uh, Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. another $8.8 million. Solid number yep. two. And number three was our only film coming into the uh, theaters this week as part of our box office breakdown rundown, and that mm-hmm. is Miss Bala. Mm-hmm. That came by. That made six point seven million dollars. It was also the subject of our box office bet. Yeah. Yes. I didn't win or lose, so she decided not to uh, not to play. She abstained by going to the SAG Awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of great winners, I have to say. Black Panther won. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very exciting to be there. So and I, I'm guessing yeah. if they follow you on social media, they could see all these great stories and photos. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually yes, that's true. There's a good deal of that on my highlights on Instagram and then a few pictures, you know, on the 
on the page. Just a few. Just a few. Assortment. You know, when you put on a nice dress, you try to get as many pictures of you in it. I I don't blame you. So. So, as I mentioned, that was our subject of our box office bet here. Uh, It was not Amy here, but it was Carrie Juliet in the booth and myself Uh betting here. Uh, came in at $6.7 million. Carrie and Juliet, we'll see you. We'll see if we can hold her accountable. But they'll have to go see this one. They built $5.8 million. Both? I'll let Juliet know. She's sitting next to me. Oh, yes. Let her know. You lost the box we're, office bet, Jules. We're expecting her to see this. She's crying now. I heard her. No, I'm <laughs> That's kidding. right. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I won with a $6.1 million bet. But I also lost because I went and saw the movie, too, because I was not so confident about my, my prediction. Oh, and? Uh, it is, eh. Oh. It's, eh. I mean, it, it, is a, it, it is a film that happens in a really compressed amount of time. Yeah. And, I mean, the beginning of the film, you just see her just, hey, I'm going to go to Tijuana see my old friend. And, hey, there's a shootout. And, hey, the, all of a sudden, I'm sucked into this world. Now I'm yeah. sucked into that world. I mean, what's the deal? Uh, it, it goes by. It goes by fast. And by the end of it, there's a couple plots that are set up that don't really pay off. And you're like, yeah. why was this even put into play? Because it didn't really pay off at the end. And then at the very end, there's a an element that's introduced that you're like, do they? What What are they expecting her to do? Because she's a makeup artist. So, okay. what, what at the end of the film? What they're like? You know what? Yep. Yeah, she's like, hey, we could use somebody like you. As a makeup artist? No, not as a makeup artist. It's something completely different. And it's only just a couple of days that this has happened in. You know, a lot can change in two days. Okay. Um, You know, a lot can change. (laughs) I don't know. I do have to say that when I found out about this, well, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, all right, Gina Rodriguez, this is cool. Um, But... I re- Well, I did a little bit more research, and it turns out that Miss Bala was just released within the last six, seven years. Yeah, 2011. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. And now we're having a, like a newer version. So I saw the original trailer to the original movie, and I was like, I like that. Why are we having to redo this when a movie like it hasn't even been ten years? But I feel like that that is something that happens a lot when you've got foreign films. Then then also, uh, hey, let's make the American version of this. Yeah. And rather than just sticking close to it, I feel like there feels the need to kind of throw in additional elements, up yeah. the action, up the drama. When it's like not just rely on the simple story about like what it is to be involved and in, get sucked into this drug cartel world. Yeah, try to fight your way out when it seems all hope is lost. I mean, that's an interesting point. I feel like we're. Things have changed since 2011 in the, you know, film entertainment world. Um, because I would like to think that, you know, like in Roma, a foreign film, like people give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, yeah, the story's being told. I'm interested to see the differences between the two. Uh, but if you weren't a huge fan, I don't know. It, it wasn't like, oh, I have to see this movie kind of a thing for me. At least not seeing this one. It wasn't. It's not ter- it's not awful. You're not sitting there going like, "Oh, what is this?" It yeah, is okay. no, uh, you know, Boo Two Medea Halloween. What I no, actually really are. liked it. 
<laughs> I've told you this before. I know, that I was I know. like, this is actually pretty fun. Oh, man. Okay. We have different tastes, and that's okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I would, but it's hard to believe that anybody would like that film. Boot 2? Yeah. Nah. Okay. But uh, so, yeah, so Miss Bala, it's fine. All I right. mean, you can watch it for, I think it's an hour and 45 minutes. So. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I really like that we, we get to see some more Latinos out there. So let's keep doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I would find it hard, I think, to think of any foreign film that's been remade in America that is better than it's the original film. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only thing. And folks, feel free to come, chime away in the chat if you know of a yeah. American remake of a foreign film that has proven to be better. And also, like, similar stories where it's not necessarily, like, a remake. I know Carrie's mentioned that, like, a bunch of times. I think even, what, Happy Death Day was one that was kind of like a um, like an Asian film that she'd seen before. So, yeah, it's nothing new, but it's just something to think about. Uh, so, yes, as I mentioned, Carrie and our <laughs> you dear Juliet really, okay. will, uh, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta, you gotta share the love because I went and saw it yeah. and I didn't even need to. So let's make sure that everybody else goes see it. But, folks, <laughs> uh, we do have another box office bet coming. And while Miss Bala was our only film opening up this weekend, mm-hmm. we've got several for your consideration that we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But breaking down the rest of the top five, we've got Aquaman coming in at number four at $4.7 million. And yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 4.4. You know, and they just won um, a Director's Guild Award. Look at was that. it? No? No? Was it Director's Guild? They won an Annie they, for sure. They won... At the, I, I believe it was, no, it wasn't directors, but I'm trying to remember what critics. And me. It and was it, like this They also past won weekend. at the Golden Globes. But yeah. They, yeah, they've won a bunch of times. So if you haven't yet seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, what are you waiting for? Yeah. There and just like go. Aquaman. I mean, if you haven't seen it by now, I mean, what's going on with your life? I feel bad. I haven't seen either. Oh. Okay, me neither. Oh, Amy. I know. Interesting. You know what, though? It's funny because <laughs> all the DC fans came out the first time that we talked about it, but since then... Where are you guys? Like, come on. Come on. Come and chat with us because I will be seeing it before uh, sometime. Before before 2030. Yeah. Okay, good. Before right. the end of the year, you know, we talked about this before, but I'm making my way through all the Oscar-nominated movies, so it wasn't nominated because obviously it came out. I think the deadline was too too late. Hmm. Too early. Uh, Ended early. All right. So, yeah. haven't seen it. She just so, don't feel bad. <laughs> we just watched Amy, just like her thought process, just... <laughs> Out loud for all of us to see. You're welcome. Thank you. Unfiltered. <laughs> Always. Yeah. So uh, as you did mention, mm-hmm. uh, we'll round it up or we'll finish our top five, but there are other films that, that we've had a chance to see. Yeah. And we'll start with you. I know you've been working your way. As you mentioned through the Oscar-nominated films. Yeah. Okay. So Vice, I finally was able to see that. Have I talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have not. I, I re- okay, cool. Yeah. So from there on, um, I am on Letterboxd, not sponsored. It's pronounced Letterboxd without the E, E-D. Um, yeah, that's an app. So I really get to keep track of my movies. And so that's what's helping me try to like, you know, have everything written down. Uh, so yes, Vice was actually really good. It was surprisingly good. Um, I think Adam McKay did a really good job. And if you're a fan of, um, the big short and those kinds of movies, I think you'd really appreciate this. There's a lot of like, ooh, and then there's a certain part where you think the movie's over and it's not. So just make sure that you finish watching the movie completely, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> As if you would leave during, okay. No, trust me though. Literally, I can just vouch for it. It's not to spoil, but there's literally a thing that looks like credits. Oh no. Not I, at I, the yes. end of the film. I know, but wait. Just, the, just so you know. Did people actually get up in your screening? And, oh, I'm not going to say. That means somebody did? 
Was that you? You got it. It wasn't me. <laughs> you got it. No. I started walking like, oh, wait a no, minute. Bye. No. Can you ever forgive me with Melissa McCarthy and um, Richard E. Grant? That is a whole different side of Melissa McCarthy that we've never seen. Highly recommend it. Green Book. Yes. Really like that. Um, it's kind of like Driving Miss Daisy. People had some issues with it, but watch it so you can form your own opinion. The Ballad of Freaking Buster Scruggs. It, that's not the official title. Title Take out the freaking. Mm. Um, it is on Netflix, so you're welcome to watch it. It's nominated for, I think, three Oscars. Um, I had a lot of issues with it. There were some highs. There were some lows. There was some singing and <sighs> cowboys. Um, that, it's interesting. But one of my favorites so far that I have seen, RBG. It's on Hulu. It's a documentary, mm-hmm. obviously, over um, on Ruth, Gator, Bader, mm, Ruth Bader Ginsburg of yeah. uh, Justice. <laughs> uh, so that one is amazing. Freaking loved it. And lastly, Cold War. It's a foreign film. Very interesting. It's It feels like um, it's, it's a romantic drama. So, yeah. But really making my way through them, there's a lot. And there's... What I love about the Oscars is that when you start to get into the documentaries and the foreign films, they feel so different. So you'll watch one movie like Cold War, and then the next one will be completely different. I mean, Roma feels completely different. That's what I love. So yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, look at that. All right. Uh, for me, I saw uh, a horror film, and I'll actually be talking to one of the actors of that coming up mm-hmm. uh, at 6 o'clock there on the GH Report. That's Carolyn Hennessy's film, St. Agatha. Comes out uh, February eighth. It takes place in like nineteen fifties Georgia. I was mentioning it to Amy earlier. Mm-hmm. So uh, cool. yeah, it's a it's 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 deals with you know religion, Catholic guilt, things like that uh, through a nineteen fifties kind of lens. And uh, it's it, it was a, it was a fun little watch. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't mind doing that at all. So it'd be interesting to talk to Carolyn about that. Uh, so How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Yes. Yes. Third. Third. Closing it out. Closing out. Ending the, the story right Holy now. Holy moly. Yes. That, I, I, they did some adva- uh, early screenings there uh, yesterday. Fandango did a bunch mm. of them. And then so it actually opens in a, a couple VIP. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on their list. Oh, yeah. That's people. right. Yep. You know, they said, hey, Frank, <laughs> we need you to pay money to come see this film early. And I'm like, <laughs> I absolutely will do yes. that because I really do enjoy this franchise a lot. So it uh, ends. ends in, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm not uh, afraid to admit it. I cried. I cried <gasps> at the end. I did. I cried at the end. Well, geez. I have to go see it now. I need to watch the rest of them, too, but... I, I think you will enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's a great trilogy. The animation, the acting, the stories are all great. How would you compare this third movie with the other two? Say I think, emotionally, it... I mean, I if I had to rank them, I think I'd go uh, one, three, two. Oh. That's how it'd go. All right. Yeah. Came out, ended strong. And it's strong. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Good. I thought it did. You know, and it's uh yeah, it did some stuff with the ending that you're like, okay, nice, you know. So okay, well when you said cry. Yes. Like just like ugly a cry. Bit, like yeah. Next to this like little girl massive. that was sitting next to me. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, but I was like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Toothless. Not quite that ugly cry. Well, no. I think you're lying. No, no, no. But there was a there was a moment where I feel like, God, I hope that wasn't loud. <laughs> Yes. That makes me so happy. There you go. Not that I want to see you in pain or anything. No, no, no. It wasn't painful crying. It wasn't like, uh, yeah, you know. It's just good for the soul. Good for, yeah. Yep, there you go. One of those where you just, you know, you just, as the lights, uh, as the credits start to roll, you just like, I better just wipe the tears from my face so nobody who's walking by me sees them. It's all right. Embrace the tears, Frank. There you go. It's okay. It's a safe space here. I, uh, though I did, as the credits went up, I did hear uh, somebody, hear somebody uh, weeping. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, so probably like three or four rows behind Whoa. me. And I was like, 
Whoa. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. So, guys in the chat and everyone listening right now, um, bring a huge box of tissues. I, you know. just It depends because it, if you cried, now I, I know. I, like, if Neil <laughs> sees this movie, buckets of tears. That's true. Our boy. So. Aw, that's right. Boy. Neil. Yeah. Neil Plumley. Yes, yeah. He, he, I think he'll weep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, right. it, it, uh, good film. Good film. Nice. So, yes. Cool. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Those were, those were my little exciting forays into the, uh, the cinema world. Yeah. The cinema world. Uh, but, folks, we did mention the box office bet. So oh, uh, we have many entries now. February starting to pick back up. Movies starting to pick back up. There's our building and building until we get to the summer box office, which would be nice. Yes. yes. Uh, oh, real quick, before you even talk about that, uh, they did drop the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Did you oh. watch that? <laughs> Yeah. Of course, I'm sure there's got to be a trailer reaction by you and Spielberg watching this. Oh, Spielberg is my cat, if you guys aren't aware. Oh, I thought it was Steven um, Spielberg. No? Okay. Well, sometimes. He'll make a cameo. <laughs> sure. Someday. Who knows? Um, no trailer reaction. Uh, okay. Yeah. But we can talk about it. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. I, you know, I, I love that Fast and Furious franchise. They're bonkers. And now they introduce a cyborg into yeah. the mix? Yeah. Come on. Where can I give you my money? I'm, I'm all in. Just take it. Yes. Here it is. Um, yeah, Idris Elba is fantastic. Do I know some people have issues with Jason Statham's character because he killed Han, mm-hmm. and so they feel like that's kind of, you know, for him to kind of be brought kind of back into the fold. Yeah, and I thought, thought Fast Eight was trying to do a lot of heavy lifting to try to make you think like, I know he killed one of our own, but you know, come on, he's a he's a good guy, right? Oh, I think this trailer does a good job of showing you the juxtaposition of the two guys, um, Hobbs and Shaw. So, yeah. I th- I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I'm okay with it. Are those two characters that you are interested in seeing removed from the rest of the Fast and Furious cast? You know, I support The Rock in anything he does. So I will watch him do anything. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm jazzed. So yeah, I, I yeah. feel much about the same way about you. And I think him and Jason Statham, they had one of my, my favorite fight scenes in the Fast Series that was from Fast Seven. Uh, yes, when they do the fight there in, in his office, uh, and then at the end of it, that's when he has to uh-huh. like uh, take Chris Hemsworth's wife and ex- keep protect her from the exploding yeah, yeah, grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. But I thought that that was a fantastic fight scene between the two of them, mm-hmm. and nothing in Eight really rivaled that for me. Uh, so now, now, but now let's like strip them away. Yeah, and let's uh, let's see the two of them. I doubt we're going to see them fighting each other, but we get to see them dealing a lot of butt kicking around to other folks. Well, and I think um, the trailer did a good job, although it did feel a little long because you had one song and then you had uh, the Why Can't We Be Friends song and then you had another part to it. And I was like, whoa, okay, this feels like a lot. But uh, what we did see with them jumping off the building and the elevator and all that, I'm like, yeah, I'm a sucker for that. So they did a great job. I'm in. And um, I follow The Rock on Instagram, as I know a whole lot of people do. True. Millions of people. Um, he's been working really, really hard. So I'm just very proud That's of right. him. <laughs> In case you would like to know, Rock, I'm I'm very proud of you. Yeah, because for a while, I mean, we didn't know if he was going to make it. But <laughs> no, he literally, I... like the other day he posted, you know, it's been a couple of days and I've only slept like four hours. And I mean, I feel like we can all relate to that. Yeah. Sure, like sometimes our schedules get very busy. We're doing, you know, 10 million things. But it's like, he doesn't have to do this at no. this point. He doesn't have to. He still gets his gym time in. Of course, yeah. those leg days, even on the few hours of sleep. Yeah. Yep. And then he, you know, records himself, like, giving an inspirational message. I appreciate that. Look at that. Yeah. 
so yes. Uh, so thank you for a little momentary reprieve uh-huh. as we talked about some hot trailer talk. Yeah. <gasps> Um, today is there's a small game going on a football game uh, going yes. on. Yes, yep. People are excited. Um, us, a newer version of the trailer came out. The oh, Jordan very nice. Mm-hmm. I've not seen that yet, so I'll be making sure to check that out afterwards. But you saw the the first one. I did see it. <laughs> even more excited. If it was possible to be even more excited after the first trailer, I am this is so Amy excited. Team so excited. Right and um, a newer like it's a thirty second spot, I guess you could say for uh, Endgame. Hmm. Which is, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I, it's a well, lot. I'll take I'll take any thirty seconds I can get of that film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Until I can actually sit down there and watch that whole big thing. Ooh, take tissues. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, so our four films that are going to be vying for your vote in the chat for our next box office bet are going to be Cold Pursuit, the one with uh, Liam Neeson and Laura Dern. I every time I see this commercial or this trailer um, for this, I am amazed that the title Cold Pursuit has not been used. Before. Right? It seems like such a low hanging like clearly there must be another film called Cold Pursuit. But you know, you I really thought this had already been released. Nope. So that years uh, ago. Yep. So that's coming out there. I mean, if you like Liam Neeson and you like action movies like and you like cold weather, <laughs> then <laughs> and snow plows, then there you go. Isn't that just the gr- gray or wasn't he do one like a few years yep, ago? He did the gray uh, with the wolves. Cold Liam Neeson action. Yeah. Okay. That's right. There you go. But you this know- one, there's more trucks in this one, Brie. And Good if, to know. <laughs> if you like Liam Neeson in warmer weather, he's also in the Ballad of Buster Scrubs. No, oh, all right. No, I also think... in colder weather in that film too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a blur. That movie's a blur. <laughs> I was like, I, uh, when is gonna be over? But yeah, all right. Uh, we've also got uh, the Lego Movie, the second part from Warner Brothers. I've heard Pro- great things. Okay. I uh, I've heard, and I think that's you know more often than not you tend to hear that it's it's good but doesn't quite capture the, all the magic of the first okay. but who knows that's what I've heard I'll have to see for myself yeah uh, the, the Prodigy horror film from Orion Pictures and uh, what when, what men want with Taraji P. Henson this has Amy's uh, name written all over it it really does it really freaking does <laughs> I'm a fan of what women want with Helen Hunt and um, Mel Gibson, Gibson. Mm-hmm. Mel go. Gibson thank you yeah, so this is right up my alley. I am so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. No shame at all. Uh, how do you prefer? Because it's uh, he gets zapped with like electricity. Yeah, and yet that's how he gains the th- the, the ability to read women's minds. Yeah. Do you like that, or do you like the way it's being set up in this film, where she drinks some weird concoction from some psychic, and then she sleeps for a long time, and then she wakes up and she can hear men's thoughts? I mean, I I I don't really have a preference. I think that I would say that more people now are inclined to go to a psychic, but that's not true. So I'm like, you know, if you're trying to modernize it, uh, maybe it's like you would want to do that. But nah, hmm. no, I like the this is going to sound weird. I like the violence of the first one when like how that happens to him. It's pretty terrifying to get it, you know, electrocuted. There's a blow dryer involved. There's some yeah. water in the bathtub. It's pretty intense. I like that. Yeah, that's almost going to make it feel like, oh, I do have a superpower now because I lived through such a crazy thing. Other than like, oh, I just drank this little thing and I'll uh, take a sleep. I don't know, though, because some teas can be very potent. Hmm. I've been watching House a lot. So I'm very <laughs> – House is a TV show. If you've never heard of it. Um, yeah, with Hugh Laurie. So, yeah, sometimes you just can never underestimate – a good a, tea. A good tea. That's right. Never <laughs> understand that. So those are the four films buying for your vote there in the chats to start chiming away. Uh, let us know which one you'd like us to do for this week's box office bet. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, though, we'll do a quick breakdown of some uh, international news. 
So as we're talking about how to train your dragon, that actually expanded, uh, opened up early internationally. They took advantage of, uh, especially in Australia, they really took advantage of the holiday season over there to open up early. So uh, it uh, it's in the got about forty two forty point two million dollars this week here, and it takes the overseas running total to eighty four point four million dollars from forty one markets. So far, I'm releasing that hasn't even made it into the domestic side yet. Do you want to say if anyone's um, watching us or listening to us from Australia, be careful because they have a massive heat wave over there. Just want to say that. Go to the movies if you're looking for some kind of comfort in the AC. Look at you, Amy. Always looking out. No, I I, I surprisingly apparently follow a lot of Australians on social media. Okay. Well, I yeah. thought you just looked at the Australian weather just in and of itself, just because you're curious. No, but it's a thing. It's really, really <laughs> bad. And then the polar vortex, you guys take care of yourselves. There you go. I'm that, serious. There you go. Amy put on a little mom hat for a moment there. Just, you know, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tweet at Amy when you get back home so she knows you made it home safe. Yes, be careful. Yes. Drink water. Um, you know, put some layers on. Not, you know, if you're in Australia, don't put more layers on. Take but more layers off? Don't wear a lot of layers. Don't wear a lot of layers. You're promoting nudity in Australia. No. Okay, I see what Amy's no, doing No, stay now. inside. <laughs> be in the air conditioning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, uh, of course, Glass there, uh, which Disney Disney's releasing broad, even though it's universal here domestically, mm. it uh, dipped 49% in its third week, but it added $12.2 million in 54 markets for an over- overseas total of $110.3 million. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's still running marginally below uh, Split. I mean, though, Split is amazing, so... Yeah. And the worldwide total passed $200 million probably by the end of the weekend once everything kind of gets totaled up. Yeah. And uh, China has helped push Fox's Deadpool ahead of the original Deadpool's wide world gro- worldwide gross with $784 million globally. It's now the highest grossing film in the X-Men franchise. Oh, that's actually not too surprising. No, no, no. Uh, especially because it's you know made for less money than one of the X-Men films. Mm. And uh, it's doing gangbusters. Mm-hmm. So only it, it's de- definitely putting more curiosity to seeing how Disney's going to approach handling it going forward. If they are, if they're going to just do X Force, what their plans are concerning Deadpool as a character. Oh, I so mm-hmm. want some X Force in our lives. Just X Force with well, Domino. Yeah, I I think this is too good of a franchise that they've set up. I mean, I feel like the X Men. I'm ready for that to be retired and refreshed. Yeah. Uh, under Disney. Just let's start from scratch. It's gotten too convoluted now. I mean, I'll watch Dark Phoenix when it comes out. Yeah. But there's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see it just start from start from zero. Started from the zero. Yeah. But I feel now like having Dark Phoenix coming out, it's going to, that means we're probably going to let it shit on the shelf for a couple years, two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, we that's even see anything. Too much. What do you think the odds are that we'd see an X Men film or a Fantastic Four film first? Oh, Fantastic Four. I forgot about them. Uh, if they're smart, I think they should do Fantastic Four. It's further yeah. away from us that we are not like, oh, calm down. You know? And it's, I mean, there are people that still do love the X-Men franchise, yeah. for better or for worse. But I feel, I think you're going to find very few people that will sit there and go like, man, those Fox Fantastic Four films have all been great. Yeah. And I, I feel like if you try to do too much already, it's people are going to get annoyed. Or they're going to be like, you know, just stop because these were good back here. People have their preferences. People love certain ones more than others. So then it's just like, calm down. Let's just step away and let's just start from something else. I also think we need to like just give a little break to mourn Hugh Jackman not playing Wolverine anymore. Yeah. If they've tried to bring in another Wolverine, I don't think I would be on board yet. Too yeah, soon. that's very true. 
too soon. Oh, Logan. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was so sad, but so good. It was. It was a good yeah. cry. Yeah. Good cry. You cried? Did I cry? I think I might have got a little teary-eyed. Wow. Maybe. How to Train Your Dragon 3 yeah. made you cry more than Logan. It did. It did. You heard it here first. That's right. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Hot scoop. Hot <laughs> scoop here on Box Office Breakdown. Uh, and for Aquaman, the film that Amy refuses to see. Stop it. Has uh, topped $1.1 billion globally, uh, $783.4 million internationally, and yeah. opens in Japan on Friday. So Yay. we'll see how that adds to it there. And Creed 2 topped $200 million globally, while Ralph's Break the Internet has now surpassed the original Wreck-It Ralph, both domestically and internationally. Good for them. Look at that. Yeah. They did it. I personally personally identify with Vanellope, so I'm always rooting for her. <laughs> She's a tiny little thing, and we look very similar. Not right now. My hair is a little different, but yeah. And you don't have any uh, candy stuck in it like you usually do. Oh, it's under here. Oh, it is right underneath that Don't hat. tell everyone. Okay, Frank. sorry. Gosh. That's why she's wearing the hat today, everybody. Yeah. She could get the candy out. Oh. I got my sucker in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, before we uh, get into our next week's top five predictions, as well as our box office bet, we're going to do a little box office rewind. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Where we look back at somebody that's going to be one of our upcoming films and take a look at their opening, their top five opening box office films. Mm-hmm. For that, we decided to go, hey, the Cold Pursuit, come on got a lot of hot action in there let's check out emmy rossum yeah there you go i'm glad i actually have seen a good deal of these movies yeah, she's uh her last season of shameless is on right now on showtime yeah. so uh yeah she's uh she's doing good uh number five a film that i've not i have not seen i just yeah i i don't know maybe i'll, I'll say it and then you can tell me why i should see it and that is fan of the opera from warner brothers back in 2004 you don't need to see it 51.2. Thank you, Brianne. Bri. <laughs> I'm a big Broadway snob. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. So, like, not everyone can see it on Broadway. So, if you're like, you know what? I feel if like... If you want a mediocre version of <laughs> Fan of the Opera, go see this movie. <laughs> I'm trying to root for this movie. No, like, here's the thing. The Broadway show is a million times better. But I feel like that's the case with most. Because there's something about being in theater and seeing everything. And especially if you go to New York. I've seen it twice in New York. And both times I was like, I love this place. Um, But it's pretty cool. And you still get the songs. Different people sing them. Gerard Butler sings. He should not sing. Yeah. Yeah, that is the thing with Gerard Butler. Because my go-to is I'll be thinking 300. Some of it is action fair. I try to forget the Catherine Geostorm. Heigl comedy that he did. Hey, The Ugly Truth. Oh, it was weird, rough. but there was TV involved, so I was entertained. But I often forget that, yeah, he sang in Phantom of the Opera. I feel like I blocked that from my mind. Uh, Brie, so. as a musical snob here, would you rather hear Gerard Butler sing or Pierce Brosnan sing? Oh, <gasps> uh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> okay. 100%. <laughs> Blasphemy, don't ever Gerard say Butler that can <laughs> sing, it's just not opera. He can't sing the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack. But if, like, P.S. I Love You, I was fine with him singing that kind of stuff. Okay. P- oh yeah p.s i love you He's- oh yeah that's true which is weird though because you said like he just can't sing o- um opera which that sucks because that's half the title of the movie but i am still rooting for you to see it just so you can experience what we've experienced oh, all just right. watch it okay okay <laughs> sure sounds good yeah uh brie real quick because we're talking about pierce brosnan did you see mama mia here we go again i did did you like, I, you know, as much as I will make fun of Pierce Brosnan from the first one, in the second one, when he has this little bit of little singing interlude, it was kind of quiet. It was kind of uh, with, filled with, you know, missing and longing. And I felt like I, I liked him in that. 
better than anything that he did in the first one. I don't know. Yeah, it. I was I was very appreciative that they didn't like give him his own song again that yeah. wasn't even in the musical like they did in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, all right. Coming to number four, uh, another film I have not seen, I, but I saw my first anime of, of this, uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. This is Dragon Ball Z, right? Yes. Okay. I did not see this. Me neither. Yeah, but it came out in two thousand nine, four point seven million dollars. It's high, higher than Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there's those Dragon Ball fans. They love it. Yeah. Uh, number four, Beautiful Creatures from 2013. I uh, made $7.5 million. Cool. Yeah. Never saw it myself. Uh, number two, Poseidon from Warner Brothers back in 2006. 60, yeah. uh, $22 million. $60 million total. But 22 that, over its opening weekend. That was one of the first movies that I saw. And I was like, this is pretty fun. Because I was branching out, you know, and like what movies I saw. I saw it because Kurt Russell. I'm a huge Kurt Russell oh, fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the only thing that sticks with me in that film is what happens with Kurt Russell. In the, I was yep. gonna say in the water. It's well, no, water. Duh. <laughs> duh. In the water. That's yes. all of the movie with the yep. ladder and like he's and then how 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 the story wraps up for Kurt Russell. At yeah. The end. I thought I was like, you sold it, baby. You sold it. That was that was a fun there you one. Go. That's right. I mean, not not for well, that. I don't know why we're worried. This film's you know, twelve years old, thirteen years old. I think we can spoil that. Spoiler. Yeah, uh, his death scene. Great. Yeah. He made me believe a man could drown. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. And uh, number one, the day after tomorrow from Fox, two thousand four, sixty-eight point seven million dollars. This. That's... What? Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go. Lay it on me. That go. is just a fun. If you want to just watch a bunch of stuff being destroyed on a big scale. Roland Emmerich, you know, some hate him, some love him. Yeah. I, I'm just in for just. You know, cardboard characters and crazy visuals. Yeah. Well, this was one of the first disaster, like big disaster movies, like end of the world kind of a things uh, that I saw. And I was like, this is amazing. And that one scene with Jake Gyllenhaal, and I think, I guess it's Emmy Rossum, um, where they're just like cuddling because everything's just really, really cold. I was like, this is awful. Like they they could die because it's so <laughs> cold. And it was so yep. good. I haven't That's seen weird. it since though, but it... it it's one of my favorites, like deep, deep down. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to do our top five real quick in our remaining minutes, and then we'll mm-hmm. hop into our box office bet. So feel free, if you haven't had a chance to vote yet in our chat, jump in now and vote. Your choices are Cold Pursuit, The Lego Movie, The Second Part, Prodigy, or What Men Want. <laughs> but in the meantime, all those four films are going to be going into their box office, uh, along with our top five. Considering that our top uh, top film only made $9.5 million, I feel confident in saying that Glass is not going to be number one next week. Yeah, I think Lego, Lego Movie 2. Yes. Kids are like, come on. It's been raining a lot here, and I know that it's, you know, the polar vortex and everything. I feel like people would want to, well, maybe only in the the West Coast, would want to go and go see it in the movies. Go outside. I'm going to say mine. Okay. You know, I would go Lego Movie Mm 2, the second part. I'm going to say What Men Want. Yeah. Cold Pursuit. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no, I could see cool. I could see the Prodigy doing it. It's been a while since we had a good horror film. Do I, people know about it? I, I don't know not. anything about it myself. So that could be the deterrent. Mm, but horror fans know what's up. Yeah. But do you also do you want just a nice, good, cheesy Liam Neeson action movie. All right, I'm going to stick with my boy Liam Neeson. So I'm going to go him, Cold Pursuit 3, Prodigy 4, and yeah, I feel like I don't know if people are going to be too tuned in with class. So I, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll stay with class number five. I think everything else will drop off too much. I think I'll switch the Cold Pursuit and the Prodigy 
mm. with you and everything else is the same. Right. Yeah, I trust you horror fans to be like, no, we got to go out and see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to get the got to get it. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, we're going to uh, wrap up the show by doing our box office bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the films chosen by you in the chat. We will bet on what we think the opening box office total will be. The winner will get to be basking in being the prognosticator. Prognosticators, the loser, of course, will have to go see the movie mm-hmm. and tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will look to the chat to see what they're saying in terms of our vote. If our boy Ken Jack is in there, he's usually really good about summing it up and uh, breaking the good slash bad news to us. From what I can see, unless I'm wrong and someone in the chat, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think Cold Pursuit won. Yeah! Hot dog! All right, guys. You you know it, guys. Nice. You understand. It's, it's it's February. We've got some cold. We got some Liam Neeson. We got some beating it up stuff. It's gonna be great. It's gonna nothing be great. Nothing says February like Liam Neeson. There there you know there's nothing sweeter than a box office bet that is with the film that you already were like yeah 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 I want to go see this movie. Anyway, so uh, it's is cool. that how you're feeling? I feel yeah. Cold Pursuit. The the title. Are you just playing it off like meh? No 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 no. It's, a, it's Liam Neeson. I'm a sucker for those Liam Neeson action yeah, movies. No, 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 and this title is so ridiculous that I'm like, all right, I got to go check it out. Uh, but right. yes, yeah, so we'll be betting away on that. It's of course Liam Neeson, Emmy Rossum, Laura Dern. On oh, a, Laura Dern, I love her. Twenty five hundred screens. Mm. All right. And I can't find my cat. Here we go. We'll see if uh, Brianna would you like to join us this week. Sure, I'll join along. All right. I'm scared. <laughs> don't be scared. I just don't like What's losing. the worst that could happen? You could go see a fantastic Liam Neeson. Oh, okay, just... fantastic might be too big. But oh, a solid. See Liam Neeson. That's all... okay. Yeah, big picture. It's not the end of the world. I just don't like losing. Okay. So uh... what are you putting down, Frank? <laughs> you know, uh, let's see. I will put down my number here real quick. And don't worry, as I'm typing in, folks, I'm also writing down all our bets as well. So no cheating on my part. I will type this in for... Uh... All right. You know what? We're just going to go with it, Amy. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I'm going to go with that one. All right. Everybody ready? Bree, you ready to go? I am ready. All right. What do you got? I'm going to say $9 million. Ooh, $9 million. Okay. Fantastic. All right. All right. All right. Amy? Seven. Seven. All right, I went with do, no. do, 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 twelve million dollars. I had some. I have faith in my boy. I always wind up in the middle somewhere, even there though when go. I go first. All right, so Brianna just gets to rest easy. I feel like you're going to be seeing this movie, Amy. I think so too. Yes, seven million. I think that's a low. That's I, low. But, uh, but the Lego Movie is too. The the second one, the second part. How many that. people you know want to see bricks? And how many people want to see Liam Neeson breaking bricks? I mean, but there's also what men want. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, uh, yep. Uh, we'll be surprised if I do win, but I'm—I will always root for myself and you too. Thank you. But there's no way we can both win. That's true. I want Bree to win. Trust me, as, as enthusiastic as I was about Cold Pursuit, <laughs> you could have told if if we got what men want. Been a lot of faking on that one. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I can't wait to see <laughs> that, that scene where it's like that—that that cloud. That's my farts. Can't wait to see what? that one. Yep, that's. I don't remember that. That's all I remember from that that trailer. Uh, I think I blocked that from my mind. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. As always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. While you're on the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up. Two or three, four, however many you can as well. And if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Brianna, where can they find you? You can find me at Bri, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on Twitter and Instagram. And you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra. 
M T Z. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Uh, f- uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, we'll be back here next Sunday with an all new episode of Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see some movies. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.